But what if I don't enjoy giving away my money? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. And in this coming Torah portion of Re'eh, we have multiple focuses on giving away our money. The concept we often refer to as charity or tzedakah. The Torah encourages us, demands of us, the concept of aser to aser, of tithing our assets. Literally, in the context of the Torah, we are to tithe our agricultural products, but as most understand it, this extends on some level to our financial intake as well, and tithing our earnings. And the Torah focus on the concept of giving money to those in need. When there's an evyon, somebody who's poor in our midst, the obligation to see to it that his needs are met. The Torah prohibition, the thou shalt not, the commandment against holding our fist tight, and the thou shalt, the mitzvah of opening up our hand to give to the other. There's an often quoted medrash that describes that every baby is born with clenched fists, and at death, the hand is opened. And the concept that the baby has to take, and take and take, and his survival is dependent on being a taker. At that stage of life, the infant, the newborn, is not expected to be a giver. And like it or not, he's going to wake up the parent to tell him that, hey, I'm hungry, and I have needs, and I want, I want, I want, I need, I need, I need. But our job in life is to start opening that hand and recognizing that others have needs, and I want to give and give and give and provide and provide and provide, and hopefully way before the other end of our life experience, that hand has become opened. Well, the Torah actually demands of us not to close the fist when we see somebody in need, and rather to open it up and to be ready to give. And nason titain, a double terminology of being a giver, of give, you shall surely give, almost like being doubly uh, in the mode of being a giver. But it's not always so easy. We started off with that clenched fist, and we have the attitude that, hey, it's my money, and it's my hard-earned money. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and toil, and effort, and talent, and energy that went into earning my living, and I'm not so ready to part with it. So how do we motivate ourselves to be the type of people that the Torah is asking us to be, to be the giver, to be the provider, to be the sustainer of the other? And we're not talking with a token occasional quarter or candy bar to the person in need. We're talking about the Torah's demand that we really give significantly of our assets. Uh, again, aser ta aser, the commandment of tithing, ideally actually giving a fifth to see to it that the needs of others, and particularly the commentaries go through the, the prioritization, but to see that those who are involved in uh, ritual pursuits and spiritual pursuits, the the sages, the scholars, the t- Torah institutions that they are taken care of and provided for, and they tend to have big budgets with big deficits and come calling upon us to help them out big time. How do we train ourselves to be those givers? So as always, we try to give some tactless points, tactless takeaways, some of the practical steps that can help us grow to be the type of people that we actually really want to be. And the very verse we referred to earlier on, of Nasom Titani, you shall surely give, may have within it several hints that can help us out. Commentaries look at this double terminology, Nasom Titain, you shall give, you shall give, 
and share the following perspectives. One, be a giver followed by being a giver. Give and give and create a system by which it will be easier to actually part with the money. What do I mean? Well, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, who's standing on our shoulder and saying, what? You're going to give away your hard-earned money to whom? Why? And has us kind of back down from the plea that has come our way. Well, we could kind of sidestep him in the following manner. If we give first, meaning as soon as we've earned the money, we move that money aside, it's no longer ours to spend. Ideally, by literally moving it into another account, but at least conceptually, detaching that from our spending funds. So we've moved it away without parting from it yet. And in fact, even if it's in a separate account, should a crisis come up, I can go re-access those funds. So the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, doesn't yet have a charge to kind of combat us with. Then, when a situation faces us, that we, again, we've gotten that request, that plea for assistance... Well, those monies are already in a dedicated fund, or at least detached from our spending funds. And when we move those monies aside, the Yetzirah, the evil inclination, has a much harder time combating us because, hey, I wasn't going to spend it anyway. What's the big deal that I'm moving it over? It's just at this point, a choice of which tzedakah I'm going to dedicate the funds to. Now, truth be told, he can get involved in this and have us end up spending the money on tzedakah causes that are far from the ideal in terms of a Torah perspective. But in creating this two-tiered system by which I've given before I give, so it's detached from me without yet have that concern that, hey, how are you giving away your money to, to that guy? Well, at this point, I just simply moved it over. It's in a different account. And then when the request is made of moving it from that account, again, the choice of prioritization of stuck of funds is much harder for the Itzahara to, to fight us with. He doesn't have the same psychological weapons uh, in his arsenal once we don't feel that attachment to the funds. So again, step number one, Nason Titain, give and give. Detach yourself from the money and then it'll be easier to give the money. Step number two, when we are approached and we're making that determination of, hey, do I give? If we realize nason titain, looking at the double terminology as meaning, there's a giving and a giving, how did I get the money in the first place? Okay, true, it was my talent. Well, who helped me develop that talent? And true, it was the fertility of the earth or the fertility of the mind. But who gave me that earth or that mind? And true, there were the various resources and the energy and the everything else that I plugged into the equation over here, but again, who assisted me in having those resources? Who assisted me? Who put me into the world with these social circumstances that allowed me to network in the way that I maneuvered myself up that ladder? That was all God. It's all Hashem. So there was a giver behind my giving. And if I view the money that came my way, and again, I'm not... detaching myself from the reality that I put in great effort. But I'm recognizing that it would have been futile without the assistance of Hashem from above who sent me the patient or the client or the circumstances or the job opportunity or the social network, etc. If I recognize that there's a giver behind my being a giver, it's much easier for me to kind of partner with him in the further giving of those funds. 
he assisted me in getting the funds, and he's asking me kind of to be a treasurer on those funds and assist him in providing them to others as well. So having these two ideas in mind, then a son titain, that detach ourselves from the money by giving it up, and then it'll be much easier to give it away, and recognizing that we were asked to, to give it away, that there's a giver behind our giving, and that he is the provider who helps us continue to provide. He's the sustainer who helps us continue to sustain others as well, then if we heed those messages, then we will be much more capable of following through on what the Torah is asking us to do and what we deep down really recognize we want to be doing as well. We'll become those God-like providers of others, become the godly beings that do the godly acts of sustaining and giving and providing and building and assisting so many others. And in so doing, we will definitely be getting one step closer to achieving our tachlis.